Yeah, so the... All right, we're, we're live now. <laughs> cool. how's, how's it going, Trevor? It's uh, going good. It's a snowy day in Denver, Colorado. Really? Snowing already? Yes. Oh, crazy. Yeah, so uh, again, everyone, thanks for coming on to X Garage. Uh, we've been talking a bit about the Baha'i faith uh, for the last few weeks, and so uh, Trevor knows quite a bit about them, and he's coming at it from a uh, Reformed Christian angle. Um, I don't know exactly about your background, but we we met on a Reformed page, um, and you just had a lot of information about their background, um, the state of their documents, and so forth. But uh, maybe tell us about what got you interested in the Baha'i faith. I originally had a ministry to Mormons and Jehovah's Witnesses, and then uh, I was studying them for a few years, and then I went to an event called the Part of the World Religions in 2015, and there's about 10,000 people there, 250 faiths. That was in Salt Lake City, and then they had a repeat of that in Toronto in 2018, and the Baha'i Faith was really promoting a movie called The Gate, Dawn of the Baha'i Faith. You couldn't walk five feet without seeing a banner of this movie, and and as you walked into the complex, the the Baha'i Faith had its booth right there, so they were right there in the middle, and so really got started talking with the Baha'is because they were the most prevalent there at the um, event. Hmm. It seems like they're, from my perspective, they're growing in popularity uh, for the last couple years. Um, do do you think that's that's something that seems true to you or is it just i think that is true we don't know an exact number of how many baha'is there are there's between five to nine million of them but i would say um after a lot of the events here in the united states um with all the riots going on um and um because of the virus um one thing with the baha'i faith is uh, racial equality and mm-hmm. then also they can have that we can have peace in this life with other other people and other religions so that is very attractive to many people. So I think the Baha'i faith is growing. I don't think we'll ever know the exact number. Do they not keep like um, records of their members or anything like that? They, do, just- they do keep records, but a lot of people are underground, especially in Iran. And so they're not going to say, hey, mm-hmm. I'm a member of the Baha'i faith. They will identify as Muslim. If not, they will be killed. So don't blame them for that. Right. So, and and that seems actually pretty consistent, actually, with their beliefs, because they're not, they're they're kind of one world religion sort of emphasis there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so it seems like you can be a Buddhist and be a Baha'i. You could be a Muslim and be Baha'i. You could be Christian, Absolutely. so to speak. You could be Christian and be Baha'i. Um, I I would of course press them on that, but <laughs> that, that yeah. seems to be the, the, their view of their religion. Yes, it is. Crazy. So, um. You were talking a little bit about their their documents, um, and and their and they have they have a lot of writings, right? So, oh, ginormous! I think about a yeah. hundred volumes or more of, of the Bible that would be equivalent to our Bible. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, and and you said that they've translated maybe about forty percent of yes, into English, and it's a uh, original language would be Farsi or Arabic. So he wrote in in both languages. Yes. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, that means um, Allah. And okay. Yeah. So for for these books, you you thought that perhaps the the lack of translation has some potential intent behind it. Um, yeah. 
What was your reasoning for that? I guess I don't, I, I can't read the original language. I can only give um, maybe my suspicions. One reason is because Bahula wrote a book called the Kepakitas. I can't pronounce it quite well, but it's in English, we would call it the most holy book. And, and it reason I say that is because there was a critic of the Baha'i faith that lived in Iran named William Miller. He translated that book in 1961, I believe that year is correct. But the Baha'i faith did not translate it until 1992 in English. So why is a critic translating it 30 years earlier before the actual Baha'i faith is translating it? And I have a book here in my library, I can go get it later, that shows some of the interesting things that, would, that are suspicious in that book, why they probably wouldn't want it translated. Anything off the top of your head? Nothing off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> cool. Um, so let's see, you, you got into the Baha'i faith a few years ago, studying about them. Um, what, what have been your interactions like so far? Because uh, you've, you've been in ministry for a while, at least as far as evangelizing um, to Mormons, and then getting into the Baha'i faith, what do you find that your interactions with them are like? My interaction in, with them is that they are uh, very nice people, and um, they, uh, if they say they disagree with you, um, they're, they're saying, we really agree with you, but we're just kind of using different words. Gotcha. So they're, they're trying to impose a kind of unity Yes, where we would have some very strong disagreements. I felt like that was happening with Ethan's conversation uh, with the the gentleman yesterday uh, of the Baha'i faith, and I'm forgetting his name. Um, Tufan, is that how? You... I, I think so. Um, so where Ethan was was saying we believe that Jesus is God, and we're talking about uh, you know his his ontological essence, like his actual being, is that of God. And then uh, the Baha'i gentleman said, "Well, we we agree that Jesus is God," and then he went on to elaborate that it's not that he is God, but that he basically, because he's speaking in accordance with what God is saying, he has the essence of God, as it were, not not of God himself. Yes. Um, which is uh, polar opposites in terms of what Orthodox Christians would say uh, with regard to the person of Jesus Christ. Um, so I, I, at one level, like I, I appreciate the, um, the intent, I suppose, uh, of the Baha'i, individuals that want to have this kind of unity, but it is a uh, false unity that, that they're trying to create. It's very surface level. Yes. Yeah. So they'll say, we agree with you, but maybe not exactly how you would define it or what I've been. Yep. What you believe to be is true, but how we understand it or describing it is probably different. So Jesus yep. is God, but not sort of kind of like a, like you were saying. Right. So, and you, you mentioned in our chat that um, not a lot of people have, have taken the focus on the Baha'i faith, which is interesting because the other major religions that came out around the same time period, I mean, really, there were a lot of religions that are, are major today that came out of that 1800s time span between Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, and a handful of others like Seventh-day Adventists. Um and uh, the Baha'i faith is one of them. Not a lot of people have put effort into discovering much about them. Um, do you have any idea as to why they haven't taken uh, a front seat 
in, in evangelism in the last few decades. Well, one big reason is it's hard to pronounce a lot of the words. Even though I've been saying <laughs> it for years, I, I can't pronounce the words. That's probably one of the big reasons. <laughs> it, it is it is hard to say. If you listen to our, our episode, we, we constantly had to be like, I'm not sure if this is how you say it. And there's just a bunch of long words. I I tried to avoid saying the words. <laughs> and if I could yeah. find an English equivalent, I would. <laughs> yes, well, that's one of the big reasons and that that for me and a lot of people have said, and then also they're just trying to get unity and they're going to say, if they're going to talk to a Christian, what you believe to be is true. And that's what Baha'is believe as well. And so why don't you come and have a faith uh, with us? And so we can have more of a unity. That's why you should join the Baha'i faith is right. And so a lot of Christians are afraid of studying it because they're going to, they're not going to know what the Baha'i faith means by certain things. Yeah. And that seems to be a, a, a common thread for them. Again, their their purpose seems to be kind of this one world religion. I think they see themselves as the end all be all for faith. So their their trajectory has been, um, you know, all all religions that have ever existed are a part of God revealing Himself through time. Yes, especially right. the, so, the major right. world religions. Especially the what? The major world religions. Yes. Yeah. Um, which right off the bat, that's incredibly confusing to work with because you have these totally contradictory uh, paradigmatic views of life that you somehow have to weave together or just accept that not everything is, is going to be um, like contradictions are okay is what it, it seems like to me at, at at the end of the day, um, which is confusing because then you'll get Baha'is that seem like they're they're more or less okay with that, or they seem to be like they will they'll try to um, uh, kind of take the opposite end where they try to defend a little bit more of the continuity. Um, yeah, Clayton asks, "Don't you have to sign a card in order to join?" Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's interesting. <laughs> you do, and you just send it in. Interesting. So it doesn't even have to be in person. You could just print yeah. off a card online and, and ship it somewhere. Yeah. Because uh, so and and their their buildings really are something amazing. Yes, um, they are. I, I've never been inside, but I, I have walked around one uh, in Chicago. Wilmette, Illinois. Yeah, and uh, that yeah, it was outside of Chicago, but it was it was quite an astounding building to look at. Um, so I, I have no idea what their services are like. I have no idea what what they would do on on their r- religious observance sort of days. Um, do you have any sort of um, encouragement to Christians uh, to engage? I do have encur- for Christ- uh, encouragement for Christians to engage because I've seen people become really good friends. And then I've also seen that people start questioning the by faith. Hmm. That doesn't seem to make too much sense to me. What Trevor, what you are saying, that does seem to make some sense. Yeah. Cool. Well, let's continue to pray for those that are in the Baha'i faith. And uh, of course, uh, I hope that, you know, like, like we did that we, we engage with people that disagree with us. I hope that if anybody else has uh, comments in so far as, um, you know, our misrepresentation, we're happy to feel those. 
um, af after studying the the resources and listening to the conversation and other conversations as well, I think that we we did represent them fairly okay in our, our initial um, few episodes about them. Um, any uh, it's, this is short kind of a short conversation, but do you have any other uh, comments? Actually, I did want to ask. Um, we we did talk about the books. You said they're about thirty years apart. Um, so maybe we already talked about that. So anyway, <laughs> short short conversation today, but I, I do appreciate you coming on today, Trevor. Um, any final words before we uh, we get going? The Baha'is are great people, and they're an unreached people. And I think it's a start time that we start uh, reaching out to them. Cool. Hey, well, I, I appreciate you coming on for a short little bit, man. Thanks. Welcome. Take care. You too. Bye.